Beware. Where your treasure is, your heart will be also. These are the first and the last words in our gospel this morning, this Ash Wednesday. A warning is given. As we are cautioned today to remember that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. Where is your treasure? Where do you spend your best time? Invest your best efforts. Place your best hopes and dreams. We have many places in our lives where treasures like these can be stored. We can store up treasures in ourselves to become the best we can be through study and exercise and spiritual development and renewal. We can store up treasures in our careers and our callings. We can store up treasures in our communities, our organizations, our churches, treasures found in the people and places really making a difference in the world. And of course, we can store up treasures in our families, our friends, our sisters and brothers around the world, building relationships that make our lives truly rich and meaningful. Do you hear what I'm saying? The treasures I'm talking about are good. God knows they are good. God gave them to us in the first place. And God rejoices when we invest ourselves, store up treasures in our work, our roles, our callings, our futures, our relationships, even back into ourselves. And yet, there is still a warning. Where your treasure is, your heart will be also. One of my greatest treasures is a building. It's in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. It's called the St. Joseph's Home for Boys. It's a seven-story guest house where visitors can stay while in Haiti. But more importantly, it's a home. It's a, it's a real home for 20 or so boys, many of them orphans, former abandoned street children and child slaves who have been brought into this place to be treasured, to start a new life, to find a new home taken care of by Haitian adults who love them and affirm their worth and lift up their talents and dreams. I treasure this place because it is seven stories full of the sounds of active family life, of homework and TV, of games and chores, of music and art. Seven stories full of the stories of young men who over the past 25 years have grown up, moved on, and given back, becoming treasured leaders in their community staying in Haiti and lifting up the lives of thousands more. This place is a treasure to me, and I have stored up a lot of my treasures there. I've led five groups from the U.S. to visit. I brought my wife and my daughter, and I have treasured the dream of a day when, as an old man, I could sit at their great big dinner table 
with my own grandchildren, eating with the Haitian kids, a big meal of rice and beans and mangoes, and laughing and remembering so many good days with many more days to come. On January 12th, 2010, the Haitian earthquake brought the St. Joseph's Home for Boys crashing to the ground. All seven stories, a pile of rubble. Thankfully, none of the boys were home at the time. They were coming back from school, and none of them died. But my friend and colleague, a Wartburg Seminary senior named Ben Larson, who was spending his January term in Haiti, Ben was in the building when it collapsed. He died under the rubble. When we lose a great treasure in our lives, we understand how fragile all our earthly treasures really are. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. There's the old cliche, it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. Well, that's a pretty empty promise in the face of crushing grief. Losing what we love, losing who we love, it's not a good thing. And it's never easy to go on. And yet I can tell you that one year later, the place where the St. Joseph's Home for Boys used to stand is now a big hole in the ground. They themselves call it an empty tomb. It's taken a whole year and the work of hundreds of friends and neighbors from around the world, but the rubble has been cleared and all the stones have been rolled away. And now the lost boys of St. Joseph's are raising funds to raise up a new home in its place. I can also tell you that the widow of Ben Larson, Renee Splickle Larson, herself a 25-year-old newly ordained Lutheran pastor, is this very week in Haiti for the first time since the quake, carrying on the work alongside Haitians that she was doing with her husband. Their losses are still staggering, and their work is harder than ever. But they have a treasure that nothing can consume and that no one can steal from them. They have a God who knows quite a bit about loss and death. A God who became a man became one of us, who died as one of us, facing up to the same forces that threaten to crush us all. A man who was raised from the dead as a promise that we too will be raised. And it is this promise that goes by the name of the crucified and risen Jesus Christ our Lord, that is the one true, everlasting, ever-living, and unshakable treasure. 
the promise of Christ is also the promise of this communion meal. As St. Paul says, when we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. This is our treasure, stored up in bread and wine. He is here, and he will come. And we will eat and drink, not only bread and wine, but also rice and beans and mangoes with our children and our grandchildren and our parents and our grandparents, sisters and brothers, 300,000 Haitians who died one day. And my friend Ben Larson, in this promise, go out and store up for yourselves and for the world your best treasures. Go out and give away your whole heart. Believe and live. Amen.